You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they're now. So, what is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? Man, this week is the last week of summer. Man, I don't know how to feel about it, to be honest. I kind of have this bittersweet feeling at the moment because... This past summer was great for me personally, like I got to study and work at the same time and of course we had so many great things happening in the world of combat sports that we got to break down and talk about here on the show. But at the same time, man, I'm kind of sad because I wish it was a bit longer, at least a few weeks longer because... If you were actually studying here at the university, you probably know what I'm talking about because we just honestly got released from school like two weeks ago. So it would be great if we just had a few more days to ourselves and just got to sleep in for a few more extra days. But listen, man, it is totally okay. Honestly, there's just something about getting back to your grind and getting back to your regular hustle that makes you motivated so much. And uh, I hope I can actually transmit this... uh, feeling and this hype to you guys as well because i'm i'm sure by the time you're listening to this episode you'll be probably a student going back to school or just um moving back to moving back into your new new apartment or your new house and you're like man i kind of was enjoying what i was having back home and uh whatever you were doing i i totally understand but now it is time to get back on that grind man and uh, i hope you guys are as motivated as I am. Um, Honestly, one thing that really motivates me is the fact that nothing has started yet. And every new year is almost like a blank slate and you get to create it. You get to paint this blank, blank canvas with your own doings by your academic work or by your extracurricular stuff, sports, all the things you do on the side, the relationships that you get to make the friendships and everything else that goes with it. This is a blank slate once again, and you get to create everything that you want to for this brand new year, for this brand new school year. So yes, one thing to be excited about is that nothing has started just yet, but when it starts, be careful what you do and make sure that you're making wise decisions. But at the same time, man, don't forget to have a little bit of fun because that's always important as well. So yeah, man, I'm so excited for this upcoming new um, school year. And also speaking of which, this upcoming Saturday will be student move-in day. Um, And here at CFRU, we'll be having a very special broadcast for student move-in day. And your girl right here will be broadcasting a live show from 11 a.m. to noon to 12 p.m. So in case you're interested, make sure you tune in to that hour and we'll be uh, playing some cool music, some motivating music for you to get back to school. And we'll be talking to so many interesting people during that hour. So once again, Saturday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., your girl right here will be hosting part of her um, uh, move-in special here at CFRU. So in case, once again, in case you're interested, make sure you tune in. 
Okay, so there's that. And like I said, this is the last week of summer officially, which is kind of sad. But at the same time, I'm happy when it comes to combat sports, of course, because the UFC has not disappointed us. We have uh, the last summer event actually happening on August 31st. And they haven't disappointed us again because they'll be having this fight night, this this UFC fight night, or should I say fight morning? Because it's kind of confusing because they'll be having their event in China. And if you look at their schedule, the main card is actually supposed to be starting at 6 a.m. Eastern time. Okay, so this is really important. Make sure you don't miss this fight card because, you know, usually they have their fight card starting at 8 p.m. or 10 p.m. even. But this is really important because they'll be having it in China. So it totally makes sense that we will have it uh, early in the day. But this is really early in the day in case you're not sleeping in or you know, you kind of woke up early or whatever it is, make sure you catch up with this fight card starting at 6 a.m. Honestly, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I'm not sure if I'm going to be uh, watching the whole main event because I'll be just um, having some sweet dreams um, on that Saturday morning. But in case you're interested, make sure you tune in from 6 a.m. But of course, the main event is what we usually really get excited about. And this main event is nothing, um, uh, you know, it's not anything less than what we're usually seeing in UFC fight cards because it will be a championship bout between the current strawweight champion and the UFC, the one and only Jessica Andrade. She'll be defending her strawweight title against China's very own Zhang Weili, guys. So this is the huge night for Chinese mixed martial arts, um, uh, for the Chinese mixed martial arts community, because if Zhang Weili is able to get the title from Jessica Andrade, China will have their very first UFC um, champion. Right. And this is a big deal. So I'm actually really excited to see how things will turn out between Jessica Andrade and Zhang Weili. And yes, you guessed it right today. We're going to be just briefly breaking down this bout between Jessica Andrade and Zhang Weili. Okay, so that's uh, the breakdown that we have coming up for the show today. And other than that, man, actually, there's so many things happening in the world of combat sports right now in terms of uh, fight announcements and uh, some of the juicy rumors that have been uh, uh, passed around in the MMA community and the boxing community. So we'll be talking about a few of those today on the show. And what else, man? Yeah, that's pretty much what we have lined up for today. So now I'm so excited to get started with the show. And now without further ado, let's get started. Here we go. All right. All right. So first things first, you guys, boxing, the world of boxing has been really, really quiet for the past few months. I'm sure you have all noticed because the last time that I can think of that we had a very exciting fight card was the fight between Anthony Joshua, the former heavyweight champion in boxing, the former uh, WBA, WBO, IBF, and IBO champion of the world. He was defending his title against the then contender and um, top challenger, Andy Ruiz Jr. Now, what we're, w- we were not expecting to happen on that fight night 
was for Andy Ruiz Jr. as the biggest underdog ever to come on top and win this fight against the then champion Anthony Joshua. And that is exactly what happened. And now the table has turned and Andy Ruiz Jr. is the now heavyweight champion of the world. And Anthony Joshua is the guy who has lost everything. Now, there's been so many talks about the fact that Anthony Joshua wants to challenge Andy Ruiz Jr. for his title and wants to get a rematch in the books. But the main question was, well, where are we going to be having this rematch between Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz Jr.? Because the first fight that these two guys had had was in New York City in America. And um, that was the first time that Anthony Joshua was ever fighting in the U.S., Okay, because all the previous times that he had been defending his heavyweight titles, they've all been in the UK where he's uh, from. That's his home country. So normally the crowd had been behind him. Everybody would be rooting for him. No question about that at all. And also the referees and the judges. It's like everybody's just on your side. But this was the first time that Anthony Joshua was fighting in the U.S., and it wasn't just a, like any random city in the U.S. He was fighting in New York City in Madison Square Garden. So it was a pretty big deal. And this is what happened. And it's honestly a very sad story. But it is what it is. So Anthony Joshua, he didn't want that to happen again, obviously. So what he requested was that he wanted to have the rematch in the U.K., because uh, the first time around, things were sort of in Anthony, uh, excuse me, Andy Ruiz's Jr. Uh, favor and advantage. Because Andy Ruiz Jr., he is uh, Mexican, but he also has his um, uh, American citizenship. So, yes, I guess most people in the U.S. were kind of rooting for him. Although... It's kind of confusing because Anthony Joshua was the champion at the time and most people were familiar with him rather than Andy Ruiz Jr. Although he was the hometown, um, uh, the, the home country boy rather. But oh well, so um, long story short, Anthony Joshua wanted to have this rematch in the UK. And then when Andy Ruiz Jr. heard about that, he said, no, no, no. We've had the, sh the first fight in New York City. Now, let's just have it have things in my turn because I'm the champion now and I get to set the rules pretty much. So what he requested was that he wanted to have the second fight in Mexico City in Mexico. And while I guess the promoters didn't listen to any of the, the, the parties because now they have decided to have the rematch in Saudi Arabia. It's just so crazy to me because this is the the only place I wouldn't really think of, especially when you're thinking of um, scheduling a heavyweight championship fight uh, of, of this um, value and, and magnitude. You wouldn't really think of having that big of a fight in Saudi Arabia, especially because we don't normally see boxing happening in Saudi Arabia. We do see a lot of um, uh, grappling and Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournaments happening in Saudi Arabia, but we rarely get to see mixed martial arts events or boxing events happening in Saudi Arabia, but I guess things are starting to change because now it has finally become official that this rematch between Andy Ruiz Jr. and Anthony Joshua is going to be happening in Saudi Arabia. Now, we've... I know if, you, if you've been catching up with our show, you probably remember that we already kind of briefly talked about this and you're like, Janan, well, what's new about this? Well, if you remember the first time that we talked about this rematch, 
You probably remember that we told you guys that Andy Ruiz Jr. was not happy about the location of this rematch. He was saying that, well, if we do have this rematch in Saudi Arabia, well, we don't know how the judges are going to be picked and um, who's going to be refereeing. And he's never fought in Saudi Arabia, obviously, and he doesn't know how things are going to be um, conducted there and whether or not things are going to not go in his advantage and so on and so on. So he overall, he just didn't have a good feeling about this rematch in Saudi Arabia. But now things have changed because Andrew Ruiz Jr. F- officially put out a statement saying that he's so happy to be fighting in Saudi Arabia and that he's so excited for this rematch, which is happening uh, on December 7th in Saudi Arabia. Now, I don't know what has actually changed that changed Andy Ruiz Jr.'s minds, but what we can be really happy about is that this fight is finally happening because if either one of these guys was objecting, like actually objecting to this rematch happening in Saudi Arabia, well, we weren't really sure that it was actually happening for real. But now that Andy Ruiz Jr. has said that he's quote-unquote happy to be having this fight in Saudi Arabia, well, I guess the fight is actually official and that it, that is something to totally rejoice about and be happy about. Uh, I know it's going to be a bit different because it's not uh, not like what we're used to, especially when it comes to the showtime because it's happening in, in the Middle East and we're not really sure when they're going to be broadcasting it here in, um, uh, in like Canada and the U.S. So we definitely need to keep an eye out for that. And especially when it's, like I said, when it's a big fight like this, uh, you, will, you will want it to be happening overnight here in, in uh, the Americas, should I say. So I don't know how they're going to uh, arrange for that and make arrangements for that. But overall, what we can be really, really excited about is that this fight is actually officially happening, guys. And that is great because... The question is, is Anthony Joshua uh, going to be taking back his titles once again? Has he made those improvements in his game plan? Has he honestly realized his weaknesses, the stuff that he was making so many mistakes about in the first fight? Is he going to go back and rewatch that fight and correct his mistakes so that he doesn't repeat them again in this rematch? And overall, just how is it going to play out? That is the main question. And I know the fight is so many months away, but still, as the fans, as diehard fans especially, we can't do anything but to be excited about this rematch overall. So yes, what I want to say is that this fight is official, and uh, I know everybody's excited about this rematch. So there's that. That was the biggest uh, fight announcement that I wanted to talk about today on the show. And since we're already um, talking about boxing... And I did tell you guys about how boxing has been pretty quiet for the past few months, especially after that um, heavyweight championship bout that we had against um, Ruiz Jr. and Joshua. Nothing big has really happened in the world of boxing. Although, if you did talk to me a year ago or two years ago, I would tell you that we are back on our uh, our route. Uh, We are back on track, rather, to the glory days of boxing because not only do we, are we having have great heavyweight fights in boxing, but we're also seeing great fights in other weight divisions such as the middleweight uh, weight division and other lighter weight divisions and um, things are going great. So that was what I would tell you uh, a year ago or two years ago with um, superstars being on the rise with guys like Canelo Alvarez or Gennady Golovkin. 
uh, more commonly known as Triple G, we had those guys fighting each other and honestly being hungry for that title for for multiple championship belts throughout different weight divisions. We had that motivation in those guys, but I don't know what happened. Things just started to to slow down and um, almost die out. And I would say the the middleweight division specifically, when we're talking about those lighter weight divisions, pretty much any weight division other than the heavyweight weight division in boxing, things have been pretty dormant, unfortunately. Until now uh, that we're seeing things start to spark up a little bit because we have heard officially actually confirmed that Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, the former middleweight champion in boxing, he has signed with a brand new promotion company called Matchroom Boxing. And if you if you do catch up with your boxing um, news and just updates overall, Matchroom Boxing should be familiar to you because this is the same promotion company that promotes Anthony Joshua as well. And the main promoter in this company in Matchroom Boxing is Eddie Hearns who, like I said, is Anthony Joshua's promoter and now actually Triple G's promoter. Now, why should you care about this? I'll tell you exactly why, because Matchroom Boxing has signed a deal with a brand new um, uh, sports network, which is called The Zone. And you probably know The Zone if you do buy your uh, pay-per-view, should I say, for boxing and um, kickboxing and mixed martial arts. The Zone is a brand new network that is starting to replace some of the other um, old networks like HBO Boxing and whatnot. Because again, if you are um, catching up with your with your um, regular everyday um, uh, combat sports stuff, you probably know that HBO Boxing actually closed down. I don't know why, but they're, they're not in business anymore. And so obviously a brand new network had to uh, replace HBO Boxing. And what other company better than The Zone? Now, The Zone, like I said, has signed an official contract with Matchroom Boxing so that every match that Matchroom Boxing gets to promote is going to be broadcasted on The Zone, The Zone Network. And um, this is a big deal because now that Triple G is going to be fighting with Matchroom Boxing, and now that his fights are going to be broadcasted on The Zone, this makes things so much easier for him uh, for him to have better matchups, you could say, in the future, and for his um, boxing fights overall to be promoted better. And also another thing to figure out, uh, to also realize, actually, is that Canelo Alvarez, who was Triple G's former opponent and biggest rival, he's also signed to the zone through another promotion company called Golden Boy Promotions. So now that we have both fighters fighting for the zone, for the zone network, we're more optimistic now more than ever that these two guys are going to be having another match with each other and that they're actually going to make it happen. The promoters are hopefully going to make it happen because I know this is going to sound stupid to those of you who don't really know stuff like this about combat sports and just uh, you're just casual sports fans and combat sports fans. But if you especially for boxing, this is really important. You need to. You need to have both of your guys who are fighting each other fight for the same network. For example, you can't have one guy fighting for ESPN 
and then take take another guy who usually fights for Showtime and then have them fight each other. That it's not how it works in boxing, although it's really stupid at times and it doesn't really make sense if especially if you're a fan and you're craving super fights uh <laughs> it's just not how it works unfortunately when it comes to the business aspect of the sport so you need to have both fighters who are supposed to be fighting each other fight for the same network make contracts with the same network and now that we have triple g signed to the zone while canelo alvarez is still also signed to the zone we can be really optimistic that a great fight between triple g and canelo alvarez is in the works for the future and that is something really really exciting and something to look forward to for the upcoming months and i will definitely keep you guys updated with regards to that all right all right um another thing i want to talk about is uh, of course the notorious conor mcgregor has made news once again and i'm sure you guys have already heard about this but Oh, well, like it wouldn't be the same if we don't talk about it here on TKO. So Conor McGregor, you guys already know, uh, he's a very famous fighter, MMA fighter. He made so much money from fighting Floyd Money Mayweather. And after making so much money, he decided to open up his own whiskey company. It's called Proper Whiskey. So he is constantly on the road trying to promote his whiskey brand. And what happened over this past week was that he was in a bar, allegedly, and uh, he was having a ver verbal altercation with a person, a, a older gentleman who said that he didn't want to buy Conor McGregor's whiskey. And so Conor McGregor, we know the type of person that he is. He got really cocky and he got into a fight, a physical fight with this person. And now charges have been pressed and all of those <laughs> great things not really but unfortunately this is what we see conor mcgregor get get caught up with nowadays and it's honestly really sad but at the same time it's like yeah of course it's conor mcgregor of course he's he's gonna be like he's gonna have a short temper like this and we just kind of know conor mcgregor at this point and how he's gonna react to certain situations but it, i mean yeah it's not cool anyway what I wanted to say was that Conor McGregor, uh, Floyd Manny Mayweather, and Tenshin Nasukawa, they're all supposed to be showing up in this brand new Japanese reality show together. And uh, each person, well, at least I know Conor McGregor is supposed to be paid about $10 million for his appearance in this brand new reality show. So once again, this is a fight triangle between these three people. So Conor McGregor fought Mayweather. Mayweather fought Tenshin Nasukawa in an exhibition fight in Japan. And um, the Japanese promoters and business people have um, thought of a brilliant idea. And they've decided to put all these people together in a reality show. And um, they're supposed to be, yeah, just um, starting, in, starting in this show all together. And from what I hear, the show is supposed to be having a... Um, uh, a setting like Fear Factor slash um, American Ninja Warrior. So they're supposed to do things and um, like go through different obstacles and whatnot. So yes, uh, these three fighters are supposed to be uh, starring on this brand new Japanese reality show. Um, I mean, personally, I will watch it because it will be really interesting to see. I mean, in terms of the trash talk and all the 
um, accessory things that go on with these type of shows, I would definitely uh, tune in for this particular show. I'm really excited to see how McGregor is going to talk to Mayweather specifically and how things are just going to play out. Like, it'll be really interesting. It'll be just like another uh, reality show. But when you have Conor McGregor in the in the mix, it's just going to make it so much more exciting. Man, I don't know. You guys know I'm not the biggest Conor McGregor fan, but when it comes to entertainment, he can definitely entertain a whole bunch. That's for sure. All right, so there is that. Man, I talked a lot about these headlines. I was actually going to break down the Jessica Andrade and um, Jane Wei Lee fight, which I think I'm going to do right now, but... Yeah, I'm really sad because I also had another um, thing to talk about, another fight announcement to talk about. But oh well, I guess I'll just leave that to next week. So now, without further ado, let's get started with our breakdown for this um, UFC fight night in China. So like I said, the main event is going to be a championship bout between Jessica Andrade, the current champion, the current strawweight champion, Jessica Andrade, fighting off against the number six contender in the strawweight division, Zhang Wei Li. This is going to be a very exciting fight because we all know how beast of uh, how how beastly um, Jessica Andrade is. She's so muscular for her weight division and Although you might think, man, she's so short because she's only 5'1", and she can't really do anything in a fight, that is totally wrong because what she will do is the exact opposite. What she will do is that she will get so close to you, and she will almost always take you down to the canvas, regardless of how strong you are or how strong your takedown defense is. It does not matter. If you let Jessica Andrade get close to you in a fight, you are going down. And this is what I would say uh, Zhang Weili needs to watch out for because Zhang Weili, she's definitely the taller gal in this uh, in this fight. She is 5'4", and this will be a great advantage for her because if she is able to take the fight... Um, uh, take the fight the full distance first of all and she's able to maintain her range with um, Jessica, Jessica Andrade and that is to maintain the right amount of distance uh, between her and um, Jessica Andrade and tries to strike with her from the outside so that she is able to uh, carry out effective strikes while Jessica Andrade in return can't really do a lot of um, counter shots because of the large distance that is between the two then I would say Zhang Wei Li is going to have a really high chance of winning this fight. But like I said before, the only thing uh, that Zhang, Zhang Wei Li uh, shouldn't really allow to happen is for Jessica Andrade to get close to her, even briefly. Because like I said, Jessica Andrade is so strong and the hip throws specifically her hip throws are so strong and once you go down to the canvas she's obviously going to put a lot of pressure on you and you can't really properly strike with her when you're on the canvas obviously so the best thing that Zhang Weili can do in this fight is to keep striking with Jessica Andrade, but from a distance. And for Jessica Andrade to maintain her title and to win this fight and once again defend her title against Zhang Weili is to just um, stick to her wrestling route and try to take down Zhang Weili and try to dominate in that manner. Man, this fight is going to be really, really exciting. Although I said it's going to be happening at 6 a.m. on Saturday, 
you guys, uh, if you're interested, definitely, um, <laughs> you know, open up your TV and try to catch up with this fight. Or if not, because this is going to be the main event of the evening. So it's probably not going to be happening right away at 6 a.m., probably happening at like 8 a.m. So it's still cool. All you can do is uh, wake up and just um, tune into that fight. And then after the fight finishes, just um, carry on with your regular uh, regular day, your regular Saturday. So make sure you catch up with that fight. And I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. Oh, man. Make sure you catch up with our previous episodes at CFRU.ca. Um, and you already know you can also catch up with our other previous episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes and what else, man? Yeah, I got nothing else to plug. So until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.